Oh, Tubi strikes again, y'all. I, I got to say this, man. Tubi, I, I know I talk a lot of shit about them and um, the movies they put on their platform because mainly, I'm be real, man. My biggest problem with Tubi is the fact that the horror movies suck, man. Like, they're getting better. They, they, they are gradually getting better. I won't lie about that. But I feel like every time I look at the horror movies in Tubi or on Tubi, you know, I, there are little gems here and there, but you got to dig like you got to scowl the earth to find like the really, really good shit uh, is, is really far and few in between. And I'm not saying that they don't have decent horror movies on there, but overall, the horror movie selection sucks, man. But I, I will say this. Tubi has way better horror movies than Netflix does. And that's not to shade Netflix. I'm just saying the streaming services got to get their fucking, um, you know, they got to get their horror selection up. But Tubi has once again impressed me with the selection of shit that they have man and um i'm not gonna lie to you i, I didn't really know what to do commentary for i was going to do one for jackie brown i actually was going to do you know i wasn't even going to do any commentary uh earlier unless it was either jackie brown or one of the lethal weapon movies but i was actually going to do an uh a episode itself like a you know read from or go over one of the outlines I have written prior. It was going to be either X-Men or Poltergeist 3 in my uh, Forever Defending edition type of episodes. But um, lo and behold, man, I came across Wayne's World. And I'm like, this is one of my favorite comedies of all time, man. This is one of the greatest movies ever made. I, and anybody that thinks otherwise, like, l let's not argue. I'd rather we keep the peace. There's enough shit going on in the world. Let's not argue that Wayne's World is one of the greatest comedies if not one of the greatest movies ever made. And, you know, shout out to, uh, what is her name? Penelope Spheris, who is the director of this movie. And she's really no stranger to comedy because, and I didn't notice until, until today that she not only directed Wayne's World, but she also did the Beverly Hillbillies. I can't, I think Jim Varney, uh, AKA Ernest, rest in peace, shout out to him was in that movie. Don't quote me on that, but I really want to say Jim Varney was in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. I can't really, uh, remember much of it all the only thing i remember from the trailer is a woman flipping out of either a chair or like a wheelchair on a, her a horse and carriage whatever the fuck happened to the trailer man i just know it's like it seemed really slapstick but uh she also directed the little rascal senseless and one of my other favorite comedies and one of the greatest movies ever made uh comedically black sheep with uh chris farley and black sheep and tommy boy are definitely on the list of commentaries to do as far as the comedies go and stuff like that because i feel like i don't do enough you know i feel like it's i'm not gonna say it's like brooding but i just feel like i do a lot of horror we know that horror is the foundation of the you know i talk more hard than anything on this podcast but i feel like i need to do a lot more comedies and just other genres in general man i don't like to overwhelm people with just one genre because that's how you know that's how people get tired of of hearing the shit that you're talking about no matter how you know interesting it may be or how lively you may try to be on here but nonetheless people wayne's world we know uh I, I think this was based off of like a saturday night live um you know segment that they had that was ongoing with uh, mike myers and dana carvey me personally might come as a shock to people i'm not a big saturday night live fan at all um i know a lot of people started their careers uh their great long-lived careers on that on that show like chris farley david spade 
do I want to say Chris Rock started on there? I'm not sure, man. There was a lot of people that were on Saturday Night Live, and it's still it's still uh, very much active, man. But this started off as like something small, uh, you know, like a little segment, and then they spun off into two movies. I honestly another bias I got here, man, because, uh, you know, I talk about these 30, 20, 10 year old sequels that nobody really asked for, like Dumb and Dumber 2 or Coming to America 2. And they, they still make them happen. Zoolander 2, shit like that. Y'all can check my episode out talking about those um, long awaited sequels and if they worked or not. And um, I, my bias here is like, I wouldn't mind if they made a Wayne's World 3, man, as long as they can keep the integrity as the first two. Yeah, make one more because you can't just stop a series at two movies. You got to have a trilogy if, if you got to do anything. Now, <clears throat> this cast is actually uh, it's pretty loaded, man, for, for the 90s, you know, considering you had Tia Carrera, Rob Lowe, Laura Flynn Boyle, who, you know, I just mentioned Poltergeist 3. Laura Flynn Boyle played Donna in Poltergeist 3. And um, you, you actually got Alice Cooper in this movie. Chris Chris Farley actually was in this movie as well. He played the security guard. It's a lot of different like cameos and just Cy Ed O'Neill's in here. He, he plays um Ed O'Neill plays the guy who works at um the the diner that Wayne and his friends always go to. It's it's a really decent cast, man. And the movie works really well. It sales totally sales on uh, you know as far as the comedy goes, man. It, it, I don't really want to point out. The fact that it doesn't have really moments in it that you could take seriously, but I don't really think that's the point of the film. And I think the point of the film is just to let loose. And, you know, if you're already a, if you were already a fan of Wayne's World from Saturday Night Live, um, then you are most certainly in for a treat. Like when you watch this movie. So, you know. That being said, people, like I said, I am watching this on Tubi, so I'm going to do my best to uh, edit out these ads because luckily for me, Tubi gives you a countdown, unlike YouTube and other shit like that on demand. You know, those uh, those uh, TV networks on demand that uh, have commercials. Tubi gives you a countdown and they let you know when the commercials coming. So uh, or when the ads are coming, rather. So what I will do is, like I said, I will try my damnedest to edit these out just in case anybody is watching the, you know, watching a movie or listening along to the commentary with me and if y'all are man y'all know y'all are the true to the reviews mvp so with that being said people let's jump into this commentary for wayne's world and i will hit the play button in three two one let's get it i actually have not seen this movie um <clears throat> like i watch clips from wayne's world and wayne's world 2 on youtube every once in a while but um, I haven't fully watched this movie probably in, uh, I want to say like a couple months, maybe a year almost, which is surprising, man, because like I said, it's one of my favorite movies. That definitely was Starlight, uh, the Starlight Zone from Sonic. Brian Doyle Murphy, man, he he was he was youthful in this movie. Rob Lowe and um, I don't I don't remember I don't know what this girl's name is, but um, Rob Lowe is definitely smashing that. Now, this is definitely 90s, man, because they got commercials for Chia Pets and Clap Ons. Clap on, 
you know what I appreciate about this movie even more, um, especially now that you know I've been doing this podcast for like uh, two years or so, is um, humble beginnings, man. They're doing their you know public access show out of their basement, and they have guests. They have people that recognize them on the street, like I, uh, you know, like humble beginnings. I love it. You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> that dude uh that was hitting the 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 control panel with the wrench i really want to say he was in um i really want to say he was in hellraiser 3 he's that guy that gets you know the the camera centibytes shoves the camera through his forehead Dan Bell is his name. He said, what are we looking at? Now, Dana Carvey, if anybody didn't know, was actually in... Um... <laughs> he actually was on... Uh... He was in uh, Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2 in 81. He's the guy in the, um, you know, the shiny blue and white snapback. That's uh, working with that reporter lady. I want you to find out who these guys are and where they do their show. I think we found something that we can sell to Vanderhoff. Take your out, Okay, you're in the forest. Look at Garth's face. Now, this, the one thing about this movie, it made me not like Rob Lowe. Um, Rob Lowe's a great actor. But um, I feel like he's this character in every movie. Damn, they're not going to... I mean, at least put the pizza up before y'all get it in again so it doesn't fall all over the place. Shout out to Bonnie and Terry Turner for writing the script with uh, Mike Myers. And I just peeped uh, uh, Lee Turgeson is in this. He uh, Lee Turgeson's been in a lot of shit, man. But I think I really want to say he played the guy Chet in Weird Science, the TV show. I should actually look that up. But I don't, you know, I'm showing my age again. There was a Weird Science TV show that used to come on USA. It's a little extreme, sir. Now, Garth's car here, it looks like fucking, uh, I don't know how many gamers I got listening to this, but it looks like Boogie's car from Vigilante 8. When Boogie, you know, Boogie, his special, Vigilante 8 is basically, um, Twisted Metal, but way more advanced. And Boogie has, like, a disco ball that pops up and fucks shit up. But that's what the car looks like. Now, this is, uh, we all know, this is one of the most classic scenes in cinematic history right here. 
Galileo. <laughs> and that dude in the back is from Encino Man. That's the dude. Uh, I, I can't remember his name in Encino Man, but he was the bully. I don't think I've ever thrown up in a car before. Spew into this. <laughs> Garth was so unsure that joke. Let me go. Now let me go. No, 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 no. <laughs> they really killing this shit though, man. Y'all already know I'm nodding my head. So give him. If you don't nod your head when that part comes up, you are not human. Seriously. And if you don't do the little drum movements either in that part right there, you are not human. Now, how funny would it have been is if when they rode past the White Castle right there, um, they stumbled upon Harold and Kumar, like a younger Harold and Kumar. That would have been funny as fuck for a crossover. I'd buy that, man. Like, if these movies would, if they would, um, if these movies would not, like, if they, if they're going to make, like, decade to 30 year old sequels, um, cross them over. Have Wayne and Garth meet Harold and Kumar, and then they meet Harry and Lloyd, and like share the screen so that there's less of a risk for the movie to be fucking garbage. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Nothing really matters. <laughs> I'm ready for Wayne's World, the fucking musical. Just off this scene alone. Stan Makita's Donuts. See, and they're loved around town. The ladies love them. I can't wait to pull up somewhere and they're just like, to the reviews. Yeah, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters. But, you know, wishful thinking. See, I smell bacon. Does anyone else smell bacon? I definitely smell a pork product of some type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're doing, Campbell. Bacon, pig, oink, oink, police officer. <laughs> I used to say that to cops when I was your age. Hey. Why was he so excited me? about that? I just pulled over a tour bus on its way to Chicago. We had a tip that there was some drug smuggling going down. We searched the entire vehicle. It was clean, so we had to proceed with the body cavity searches. No way. Way. I inspected 12 individuals myself, inside and out. Mmm. The fuck? Okay, this guy needs coffee and crullers stat. We gotta get him to Rampart. Let's go. Why, oh, oh, hold up. Why was he so proud of that? I 
He's like, way. I expected him. Like, what? Look at Ed O'Neill's face. <laughs> He's looking like, what the fuck are y'all doing up in here? <laughs> Ed O'Neill's amazing, man. He's an uh, underrated ass actor. Ed O'Neill movie, I suggest for anybody that has not seen it, I highly, highly, 110% recommend this movie. Um, it's Dutch with him and Ethan Embry. The movie is fucking hilarious. It's a good road trip film. Oh, that's Carmen Philippi. From uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Halloween 4. Gather at the river. Now, I don't know who this chick is, like Heather Locklear 2.0, but she's not as bad as Heather Locklear, though, at all. No shit. Don't you guys ever get tired of ordering the same things? No. <laughs> Laura Flynn Boyle, ladies and gentlemen. Where? She's crazy as hell, but I I think she's a great actress also. <laughs> and I wonder was that scripted? How she almost bust her ass. Happy anniversary, Wayne. Stacy, we broke up two months ago. Well, that doesn't mean we can't still go out. Well, it does actually. That's what breaking up is. Will, are you going to go to the gas works tonight? No. No. She's super freckled up. Don't you want to open your present? If it's a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. Open it. And Laura Flynn Boyle, she also played the villain in Men in Black 2. That was kind of a... It's my least favorite in the trilogy. Or the quadrilogy, because they made Men in Black International after Part 3. But um, she was definitely the villain in Part 2. And her chain says Wayne, like. <laughs> you know, Wayne, if you're not careful, you're gonna lose me. <laughs> I lost you two months ago. Are you mental? We broke up. Get the <laughs> Now, did Wayne smash? Because if he did, he must have laid some crazy ding dong on her for her to just be like, you know, happy anniversary. And if you're not careful, you're gonna lose me. And they broke up two months ago. I don't know, man. I'm strangely uh, attracted to crazy, man. So, um, I'm just leaving it at that. I think that's Meatloaf right there. Like the actual singer. And I will do anything for Meatloaf's actually in one of my favorite Tales from the Crypt TV episodes. Uh, it's called What's Cooking? He plays Mr. Chumley. Tia Carrera, man. She was in her prime in this movie. She was fine in this movie, but um, in True Lies, she was like super evil grown fine in that movie. That band is awesome, though. I'm not going to lie. Even though I think it was a fake band, Crucial Taunt, but uh, their music's awesome in this movie. 
This motherfucker got punked out by Weird Al Yankovic on steroids. Fuck that clown. Now I remember this scene when I was a kid. This scene always made me want to stock up on uh, batteries. <laughs> when Garth has got all types of MacGyver shit. What the fuck, man? He could have just bought a taser, like a regular taser for all of that, but he had to make the shit himself. Like, I wonder if that chick from uh, Sheila from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 helped her, or helped him. The girl that built that bug thing. I know that's right, Garth. Fuck that dude. Gotta here, man. I love when the bullies get bullied, man. In movies, in real life, all of it. Oh, here we go. I believe you can get me through. <laughs> love at first sight, huh, Wayne? Only thing that pissed me off about Tia Carrera, uh, not necessarily in this movie at all, but um, in the second movie, man, when she was just all super close to Christopher Walken, it's like, you know these dudes in the industry are trying to fuck you. Like, you know. She can't hear you, Wayne. You're all the way at, at the bar. She cannot hear you. Oh, look at the Jolly Green Giants in the background. Jesus. <laughs> she, oh my God, and that, the, 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 the hair fixture after she just whooped that ass, man. Awesome. Now, Tia Carrera, I'm not sure her nationality. Uh, let's look it up really quick, shall we? Wayne, right? Yes, and you are? Cassandra. Cassandra. Rough night, huh? Everybody's kung fu fighting. She's actually only 54 years young. Oh, she's from Honolulu, Hawaii. My goodness. Wait, hold on. Uh, can I call you sometime? You got five bucks, you can come to the Red Party. It's my loft. I'm there. Club owner looks like every 70s porn director ever. She makes me feel kind of funny. Like when we used to climb the rope in gym class. <laughs> what? She will be mine. Oh, yes. She will be mine. Fellas, have y'all ever said that to yourselves? And actually, it paid off, and you got the girl you were like actually really, really wanting. It's an amazing feeling. Pardon me. Do you have any great <laughs> he looked at him like, nigga, what? <laughs> you would think they were like drunk or high or some shit, man, but they're just completely sober, just having the time in their lives.
and I say that to say like you don't <laughs> you don't pull up on nobody like just randomly like that at least not out here in Philly Kurt Fuller, man, this dude, he, he's been in a lot of shit as well. I mean, look at them. They're the same kids that line up at Noah's Arcade every weekend. Well, it looks so cheesy. That would be where I come in. Russell's our best producer. <coughs> <coughs> Chicago PM with Elaine Ronke, right. Sunshine Saturday, yeah. the African American Digest. I never heard of that one. It's on very late. It won several awards. Yeah, well, I of course you never heard of it. Vote. If I may. Speaking from a producer-director standpoint... Wait, was Kurt Fuller in... Oh, no, he wasn't in Coneheads, I don't think. Kids can spot ponies. They're very smart. Let me see really quick. Uh, I watch them in my arcades. They stand like laboratory rats. Ghostbuster 2. Oh, okay, that's what I... Because I was wondering what I really, really recognize him from. And I know he's been in a shit ton of movies, but Kurt Fuller was... uh, <clears throat> He was the sheriff in um Scary Movie. Where Sydney, Cindy's like, how are you, Sheriff? He's like, he's like, I got a boil on my ass the size of a walnut. The usual. cube that eats warriors in a medieval village. And every time it eats a chieftain, you ascend to a higher level. Beauty part is you can't get to the next level. So the kids keep coughing up quarters, you know? <laughs> Gelatinous cube eats village. I think it's terrific. You know, I know nothing. About oh, he's such a brown noser, man. Well, I do my own commercials. I did not know that. Of course, I don't mention the games in the commercials. Because the technology moves so much faster than the advertising. I did not realize that. Russell, did you realize that? No, I did not realize that. Two brown nosers at that. Jesus, man. Are you saying that if you had a spot, say on a weekly show, that you could come on the show and update the kids on exactly what was new in your arcade? Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm impressed. Wow. Oh my god. Noah's Arcade presents Wayne's World. I gotta tell you, I think that's brilliant. Brilliant? Well, thank you. We'll get right to work on this. We'll send the contracts over to your office. We'll be in touch. Well, I'd like to think about this. Oh, of course you would. I wouldn't have it any other way. This motherfucker looks like Jack Napier had he never, you know, fell in a vat of chemicals and shit. He's in. He sound like me every time I try to pronounce somebody's last name and and fuck it up completely. Wait, hold up, cause he he held up a book that said learning Cantonese, and I guess cause the first thing I saw was that Tia Carrera was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um. Oh wow, her name is actually Althea Ray Duhinio Gennaro. It's actually her name. Professionally known as Tia Carrera. And actors do that shit all the time, because uh, Vin Diesel's real name is not Vin Diesel. So it's it's not uh uncommon in the industry. Unreal. Phil, we were there. Have you gone mental? 
we should go now. Cool. Cool. Ugh, you pull up in a drop top cherry red GTO though. Always loved how that big ass satellite was outside of um um the cable ten building. And um it always reminds me of Stay Tuned. That movie, uh if if nobody's seen Stay Tuned, that's another it's actually on YouTube for free if y'all don't mind the ads. But um Stay Tuned is a movie with John Ritter and uh What's that guy's name from American Pie? Eugene Levy. And John Ritter and his wife get stuck in the fucking, you know, devilish TV realm where all the channels are just satanic, apparently. It's a really decent movie, and they got a, they got a TV show coming out for Stay Tuned that people forgot about. Ching, She's a babe. She's magically delicious. She tested very high on the stroke ability scale. <laughs> okay. Hey, are you through yet? Cause I'm getting tired of holding this. Sure, that's what she said. <laughs> All right, okay. Michael Scott. So Claudia Schiffer, we salute you. Showing. Okay, that's all the time we have for this week. Until then, is Phil just always drunk throughout this entire movie? Cause now he's falling asleep on Rob Lowe's shoulder. <laughs> A.K.A. Snake. And I'm Russell Finley. We spoke earlier today. Hi. Listen, uh, maybe we can go somewhere and get acquainted. Russell, why don't you get another trip? Damn, why you throw him under the bus? And why are they looking at him like they want to jump Russell? I'm just like, who the fuck are you? First of all, let me now they went to a spot called Daddio's, which looks like it's a spinoff of the Krusty Krab from SpongeBob. Your show is capable of so much more. We'll we'll try harder, okay? Just, just give us a second chance. Just don't come in and cancel us without giving us a second chance. Guard, come on, relax, <laughs> all right? Your pills? You can't cancel us. We're on public access. Aha. Uh -huh. My job, it's usually... Is that how it works? But the other day, the most incredible thing happened. What happened? Noah Vanderbilt, the owner of the largest chain of video arcades in Chicago, is in my office, and he asks me, what's with this show, Wayne's World, that I keep hearing so much about? Well, I have all your shows on tape. Like I said, I'm a fan. I put a show in. You know what? That actually makes me think, man. Um, like realistically, when he said he can't cancel us, we're on public access, and um, that is a big ass drink she just brought to that table. But you know, it makes you think that they had creative control over everything until they signed over. You know, they took the money and signed over the rights to, um, you know, Benjamin and uh, uh, Vanderhoff. I think his name is Vanderhoff, but. Two cashier's checks for five thousand dollars each. Excuse me? Baking powder? <laughs> it sounded like you said you were gonna pay us for doing Wayne's World. But um it, it really just goes to show like you know, you have to own all your shit pretty much, because somebody can dangle that money in front of you and if you take it and sign that contract and don't read the fine print in between you'll you'll end up regretting it man that's one of the that's one of the things like always think about i mean i always thought about it but 
especially now that I do like a podcast, it's like integrity at the end of the day. Can I have an opportunity to peruse that contract before we sign it? Hmm. Yes. Yes. I like what you've done here. Ah. Yes. Yes. Um, I dropped my pen. I'm not so sure about... That's me, 100%. Oh, I see. I see. Hi. Um, does this seem weird? I mean, why does this guy have contracts? Did you ever see the Twilight Zone where the guy signed a contract and they cut out his tongue and they put it in a jar and it wouldn't die? It just grew and pulsated and gave birth to baby tongues? <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? What the fuck? I gotta go. Oh, I like this part. Well, I feel we can work with you on this project. Garth Loki was ahead of the curve, though. Is that a Bahama Mama that Garth has? We got five thousand dollars. We got five thousand dollars. <laughs> and I love that they get so much love where they're from. <clears throat> and Cassandra's loft apartment is the shit. You know, I, I wish Crucial Taunt was um was a real band i wish they really got together for real music after this because like i said the music's awesome <laughs> she in her pajamas Russell got all them women dancing around him. He don't know what to do. I believe you can get. I'm telling you, man, that is like the literal theme song <laughs> that you see or that you hear when you see the girl of your dreams, man. I mean, I'm not going to put myself out there, but I've heard it. Um, she knows it, so. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Does he have mutton chops? All right. They some headbangers for real. I think everybody in this movie except Rob Lowe has long hair. Her outfit is something serious, man. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not trying to pick up one. 
I just noticed they those two were just making out in the in the background. She was giving him the third degree nonstop. <laughs> I like I like how Wayne is just floating, like they're just dragging him along in the sea. <laughs> oh shit. He's like, oh, don't fuck this up for me. Don't cock block. She liked him, man. I love that scene because she was just so with it. She didn't even believe in herself. Get over it. Go out with somebody else. Get over it. Go out with somebody else. Yeah, thanks. Okay, great. Hi. Fuck was that guy? Who's this guy Benjamin? Only one of the most important producers in television. He's way ahead of his time. We've signed with him. He's based in Chicago. He gave me his business card. He's interested in the band. Of course. I love your band. You guys well. Thanks. You guys kick ass. You're double live gonzo. Intensity in 10 cities. Live at Budokan. You know, if you guys got a break, you could really make it. Yeah, and if a frog had the wings, it wouldn't bump his ass when he hopped. <laughs> Interesting. Where did you learn English? College. And the police academy movies. Ah. Cassandra. Uh-oh. I've got something I want to say to you. Oh man. <laughs> it's amazing. You learn how to say I look pretty in Cantonese. Now is that a thing in Mike Myers movies where he has to have subtitles because they use subtitles in um in uh I think they use it in Wayne's World too and they use them in Austin Powers also. <laughs> I always thought it was funny how he's not saying shit. He's looking at the camera, literally breaking the fourth wall, looking at the camera. Like he, I mean, he's been breaking the fourth wall, talking to the audience, but the fact that he wasn't saying anything. And which <laughs> and the subtitles were still going. You make me laugh. Can I call you? Anytime. 
Dang. Good shit, Wayne. <laughs> oh god, man. And he just patted her on the head and walked off. The guy she's making out with, like, I, that is so strange. But then again, what's normal in this movie? It's one of the reasons why it's great. I wish my whistle game was like I wish, I wish my range was that Sometimes I wish crazy I go where no man's gone before but I'll probably stay in Aurora <laughs> what are you thinking about? <laughs> there were so many jokes that flew over my head um, as a kid that I understood like when I got older that's why the movie just gets better and better for me is that a Motley Crue shirt that Garth has on? in Latin she would be called Babia Majora if she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he put on a dress and play a girl bunny? Bruh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Neither did I. I, just, I, I wonder, was that even in the script? Nope. A little too close for comfort. I'm good. I am all the way good. Mike Myers' wig almost flew off when that scene happened. They had the fans probably blaring a little too high. I will be talking to the cameraman on the headset. It will be Terry's job to give the actors their hand cues. Oh, excuse me, Russell, but I believe I requested the hand job. Let's go on. The cue is, watch carefully. Five, four, three. You didn't say two or one. <laughs> you don't say two or one. Why not? You just don't. Okay? Okay. Now, it goes. Okay. Five, four. <laughs> These niggas is assholes, man. <laughs> he put his finger over his mouth. Yo, they are assholes for real, man. I love these guys. Like, if they ever did a Wayne's World 3, you bring everybody back. And all these guys in this room right here. Only that's not Wayne's basement. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. That's weird. Garth, that was a haiku. Actually, it wasn't. It was, uh, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think a haiku is uh, 575. Like, as far as the syllables go, it's 575. I think, I think that's a haiku. I'm sorry, I just had a geek moment, man. I was a big English, you know, English buff. I'm a writer, so y'all already know. Where the magic happens. Oh, you've worked in television? No, but I watch a lot of it. 
I think this is Colleen Camp, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I just opened my mouth and out it came. I like her energy on screen. And I love how um, <clears throat> Wayne and Garth, they're not used to this this much bigger platform. Like, it's, it's weird for them. And they just, you know, they have trouble with Justin because they're, they just want to be as goofy as they can. <laughs> They were really trying not to say shit at all. But I love Garth Van Halen's shirt right here. Come on, you want to lay me. <laughs> I'd take my glasses off for that shit. I mean, I, you know, no diss to Delaware, but I, I, I can concur because it's just like, well, what do we do out there? Other than not have like you know soda tax and the tax and shit like that. But after a while, it becomes a part of you. (laughs) And what else? I gotta go. All right. Okay. None of that, please. Wait, I used to be in meatpacking, lips and hooves, and then one day I had a four-hour layover in Tulsa. Well, there were these kids in the airport that kept pumping quarters into a game called Pong. They must have gone through 50 bucks. Well, I sat there watching and I said, hell, I'm in the wrong business. 15 years later, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Congratulations. That is the most inspiring story I've ever heard. Do I frighten you? No. Do you want me to? <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> That's a hell of a pickup line. Wayne, did you know that Noah does all his own <coughs> Yeah, I got a new one where I rap. Come bust to move where the games are played. It's chill, it's fresh, it's Noah's Arcade. Bars. What do you think of that? Probably the shittiest bars I've ever heard in my life, but bars nonetheless. Sphincter says what? What? A sphincter says what? What? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, we've got a lunch. That's what I think of it. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure. May I say I have just had a thrilling day. You may. Shall we? And may I say your wife's a babe. Well, thank you. Came right at her neck. And she was intrigued. I love Garth the dog, man. He's like the the, the punk rock. Wait, is it a oh, is it a boy or a girl? Oh, it's a girl. Um, and he's got the you know the spiked things on you know around his wrist. It's like the punk rock version of Lassie, yo. I always loved Garth's dog, man. Hands down. 
Now, of course, this is a very important scene to me because um, I was a big hockey buff when I was a kid. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I don't know if I said this before. I think I said it in my Mighty Ducks uh, when they announced that Emilio Estevez was coming back for the Mighty Ducks. I think I confessed that I was probably the only black kid on the block in South Philly who was into um, hockey. And I didn't give a shit, man, because the Mighty Ducks boosted my spirits up. Like, I like basketball, and I think hockey is probably my second favorite sport ever. Shit's, like, shit's awesome, man. I feel like, like, I feel like black people don't play hockey enough. Like, I remember being a kid, I, um, I had my mom, you know, I begged her to buy me the net and the, the gear, the knee pads and the helmet and the goalie stick and the regulars, everything. <laughs> oh my god she she already had a neck brace on and I, I forgot that part was even coming up i was rambling on about hockey and her ass and flipped over a car oh man it's good stuff You know, Garth, you and I have never really talked. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. You know, I love what you do on the show. <laughs> I mean, I look at you and I just laugh and laugh. Uh-huh. Fake ass. Let me run this by you because you're a sharp guy. Garth looks like he could be the fucking offspring of Wayne Zielinski from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with that helmet he's got on. Like, just all these little gidgets gadgets. What is happening, man? <laughs> Benjamin's just looking at him like, for real? Are you a psychopath? I just have to say, you look excellent. Thanks. I've been so busy lately with my band up at Gosh Shit House. Thought I was getting meningitis. You know, oh, wow. I had mono once for an entire year. It turned out I was just really bored. <laughs> what? You're so fine, you're so fine, you blew my mind. Excuse me? I'm sorry, it's the last sign I heard this morning when I left the house. Oh, yeah. I hate when that happens. So shit. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine, you're so fine. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm jamming, people. Y'all, like, like I said, this is a childhood classic, so I'm jamming. Hey, where'd you get the CD player? When we got the money. <laughs> it was on sale, $9.99. You can't beat that. I love that look that's, that that uh, Cassandra gives Wayne right there because um you know she's really into him. I don't know if they were like a couple at this point or not, but they sure are spending a lot of time together. So I was I was rooting for it back then when I first saw this movie. God, I love this woman. <laughs> Hi, Garth. <laughs> Garth just so happened to be in the same place. I'll 
Yes, my good man. I'd like to have a look at this Fender Stratocaster, please. Oh, really? Yes. Again. Yes. Yeah, motherfucker. You heard what I said? <laughs> Garth goes up to that drum set. Yo, shout out to any um <clears throat> instrument players in general, but specifically the drum players because I tried um and that is some crazy shit you have to pull off to play the drums. Like it's not like you know like back when I was in high school or the, you know middle school like beat, beating on a table with like uh my hands or pencils and shit doing instrumentals but it's it's really difficult to play the drums in my opinion. But shout out to y'all that know how to do it, man. Go ahead, Garth. Go crazy on them. <laughs> they had to change the lighting. <laughs> it's like, go crazy, Garth. Get your little solo popping. Wayne didn't get robbed walking up in that bed. He had all that cash on his waist. Bands. I mean, they do say bands that make her dance. That is what they say. Yes, briefly. He was not very receptive. Oh, really? Well, I'll explain it to him that it's not a choice. It's in his contract. Oh. Well, Wayne will understand that right away. Not. Excuse me. He's like, I've been hanging around these guys too much. Damn, look at all those pizzas and all those Doritos. Oh, my God. I just got the instant munchies without being high right now. That is awesome. That pizza looks good. The nature of the beast. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, but for me, the beast doesn't include selling out. <laughs> Check out the throwback Doritos uh, bag and the logo. We've come a long way, man. It's like people only do things because they get paid, and that's just really sad. I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache. Here, take Product feet. placement at its finest. Ah, new print. Little. Yellow. Different. <laughs> Look, you can stay here in the big leagues and play by the rules, or you can go back to the farm club and roar. It's your choice. Yes. And it's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> I fucking I fucking hate Wayne and Garfield. <laughs> like I hate them, man. Wayne's stunting in all the right ways though, cause it's like his shit's popping now, so he got the 
the Fender uh, yeah. that they called it, the guitar. He's got it playing in um, a, a Stan Makita's donut shop. You know what I'm saying? Playing for his girl. I know how that feels. You know what I like to do? Yeah, I know what you'd like to do. You'd like to find the guy that did it. Rip his still beating heart out of his chest and hold it in front of his face. So we can see how black it is before he dies. Jesus, Kano. Actually, I was thinking about filing agreements with the union. Well, the world's a twisted place. <laughs> Ed O'Neill's the one you want on your team when it goes down now, I'll tell you that. Oh, this is oh, this is one of my favorite scenes in this movie. I forgot it was coming up. Um, when, when, oh, Garth is gonna imagine the Foxy scene. I must have slipped. Wayne, um, what do you do if every time you see this one incredible woman, you think you're gonna hurl? I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Hmm. No lies detected. I'm not ready yet. I gotta be comfortable with me first. What no lies detected there either. <clears throat> Let's get it, Gar. This is one of my favorite scenes in this movie, man. Garth found his mojo in this scene, man. I love it. He's looking down at himself like, wait, what am I doing? Oh, my God. Am I really doing this? <laughs> he looks like his, he can't control his body. It got to be all mine. All mine. Foxy lady. <laughs> Coming to get you. <laughs> God, I, that is one of my favorite scenes, man. <laughs> and Wayne's looking at his homie like, yep, yeah, she got him. Camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. Tell me, when that first show is over, will you still love me when I'm an incredibly humongoid giant star? Yeah. Will you still love me when I'm in my hanging out with Ravi Shankar phase? Yeah. Now here's a um here here's something for the fans of Wayne's World. Uh, Wayne was actually the first one to do it before Fifty Cent asked Twenty One Questions. Bloated, you know. Dead on a toilet face. Because Wayne is asking these questions, uh, rightfully so, early on when his career is jumping off. But 50 Cent came in with the video. Oh, hi, Anthony. Who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? My drummer. <laughs> 50 Cent came what? in like, would you believe me? Oh, believe me. How deep is above? That's all it takes for you to be so. Do you mind? This is business. <laughs> hey, you want to be a busboy the rest of your life? Well, then talk to your boss. <laughs> His fucking mullet with bangs is just like. Benjamin is putting up serious money for this thing. Yeah. Happy birthday. 
<laughs> She's like, I'm gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> He's like, what'd you call me? Let's have sex again. Excellent. Of course, Benjamin has to live at the fucking very top of the apartment complex. Damn, dog. I got vertigo, man. I wouldn't have been going all the way up there. Well, I would have went up there, but it's like, I'm not going on no balcony. I'm be chopped. A terrace? Is it from Lakeview? What floor is this? The 23rd. I feel you, Garth. Yo, whoever handled uh, Tia Carrera's wardrobe in this movie is on point, man. Because she is killing it, like, wardrobe. I mean, of course, her looks are awesome, but she is killing it wardrobe-wise, man. They put her in, they don't ever put her in a bad outfit, I don't think, in this entire movie. Chicks are helpless against its powers. Let's check it out. I don't believe I've ever had French champagne before. Oh, actually, all champagne is French. It's named after the region. Yeah, and if I do peek out on the balcony, I'm not leaning against the fucking railing. Like, there could be any faulty railing, uh, you know, thanks to maintenance. And that's it. You got a lot to think about on the way down, and it's over right away. Um, as soon as you hit the ground. No, nope. as recognized as the original. Uh-huh. What's this? How to pick up chicks? How to meet women? He's smooth. Uh-huh. Daily reminder. Thursday. Purchase feeble public access cable show and exploit it. Well, I feel sorry for whoever that is. <sighs> Garth was supposed to be ahead of the curve, man. Damn, that was the one time where he wasn't. Now, um, you know what? I, I'm gonna keep that comment to myself. The show's gonna be a huge hit all over the Chicago area. Is is you know? Um, I feel some type of way about ribbed ribbed condoms. I feel like um, if a guy knows what he's doing and a girl knows what she's doing and a and a. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. If a man knows what he's doing and a woman knows what she's doing, and if a woman has the proper equipment, the uh, adjustments per se, then you don't need ribbed condoms. You know. And that's not me promoting unsafe sex or anything like that. Uh, of course not. But I'm just saying. Um, let me shut the fuck up. Sometimes I back myself into a corner and I need to shut up. Yep, 
Young South Cal Fine. Now, meanwhile, dude's on the other end of the phone like, the fuck you just called me? This is a pizza place, motherfucker. You know, you sound a lot like you're from Kowloon Bay as opposed to Hong Kong. I was born in Kowloon Bay. <laughs> Wade's face. Wayne was like, oh my god. Like, he just keeps pushing up on my girl. This is another good song, man. This this soundtrack is awesome. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Yeah, they don't they don't put a bad lay on her at all in this entire movie, man. Damn. Wardrobe department said, listen, Tia Carrera is where it's at. Let's focus on her and everybody else can either get button downs or T shirts. Look how he's just following behind her all up her ass crack. Damn. Now, for the people listening to this commentary, who was worse? Um, Rob Lowe as the quote-unquote villain of Wayne's World or Christopher Walken as the quote-unquote villain of Wayne's World 2? What? <laughs> We're gonna make a day. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? This was. There are so many unnecessary scenes in this movie that are funny as shit, man. I'm trying to tell you. It's something that Mike Myers just knows how to do, man, in his movies. Like these Austin Powers movies. So I married an axe murderer. It's like. There are so many fucking scenes that don't really need to be there, but they work. Comedically, they work. Shout out Alice Cooper. Um, uh, big shout out to Alice Cooper here because, you know, me being a self-proclaimed horror buff that I am, he did the pretty much the main theme for, or the more remembered theme for the Friday the 13th series, which is uh, The Man Behind the Mask, which was in uh, my favorite Friday the 13th movie, Jason Lives, which was part six. And they played that at the end of um, Friday the 13th part six, which was a great introduction for that song, man, at the end of the movie, when Jason opens up his eyes and then the credits roll. Alice Cooper is awesome. Alice Cooper was also in, um, what's that movie? Dark Shadows with Tim Burton. Uh, well, Tim Burton directed it, but Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp and Michelle Pfeiffer, Chloe Grace Moretz. Alice Cooper, um, yet another another um, artist who got me into rock and roll when I was younger. Because I'm very selective when it comes to rock and roll. Like I, lo- I like a little bit of... Uh, I, well, I like Alice Cooper... But I like a little bit of Creed. I like a little bit of Guns N' Roses. A little bit of Metallica, Linkin Park. 
Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Green Day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only certain rock and roll, so to speak, that I am into. But Alice Cooper definitely had a big hand in that when I was younger. <laughs> Chris and Chris Farley, rest in peace, man. To the great, the late and great. More than anything, I don't want to say late. I'll put more of an emphasis on great Chris Farley. He was the king of slapstick comedy in the '90s, man. I mean, in my as far as my generation goes, because I feel like um, with Chris Farley. I call him the king of slapstick comedy in my, as far as my generation goes because I wasn't, you know, Steve Martin was before my time, Leslie Nielsen was before my time, even though I was familiar with the, um, the Naked Gun movies, but Chris Farley just was a national treasure, man. He really was. Wait, does Garf still have that taser belt on? Yeah, open bar, motherfucker. Come party with Alice Cooper. God damn, how thorough was that? Thanks. We're not mental or anything, so don't be afraid. My name is Wayne, and this is Garth. Nice to meet you guys. So, do you come to Milwaukee often? Well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. Oh my goodness, the more you know. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Really? Do you know how to party or what? Huh? Everybody in the room stopped. Well, we gotta get going. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Oh, God. Like, yeah, their reaction was my same reaction. It's just like, yo, if Alice Cooper told me to hang around with him and his crew, I would have done the same thing. That's probably how it would be like. Um, God rest his soul, man. If I ever met George A. Romero, or if I ever got to meet John Carpenter, or you know Jordan Peele, or somebody, it's like we're not worthy. Well, tonight's the night. You know, a lot of people in the Chicago land area gonna be watching the show. You know what? I already know. There are only certain celebrities that get that we're not worthy type of you know reaction. What the hell is this? Can we fly in the sign, please? All right, that's it. Just bring her down. What? Don't tense up. You're going to be great. Garth, have you got a second? (laughs) Garth, you're going to be wonderful. Really? Huh? Oh, Russell. Can I borrow your marker? I, uh, I need to make some notes. Good luck. My guys. You're my guys. You 
right? Okay. Wayne! <laughs> You'll be fine. Good. Stand by. Sit, honey. In five, four, three. Wayne's World is brought to you by Noah's Arcade. Party on, Wayne. Yeah, and they're in a fucking booth just nodding to it like like it's cool or something. This is this is what happens, people. This is what happens, man. When you sign the rights over, when you sign your life and your integrity over, man, this is the shit that happens. Is that a Ouija board in the background there? Yes, it is. So you can tell this shit's evil. But, um, yeah, man, I, I used to think of an intro for the Tudor Reviews podcast, but nah, it, I would never let these guys do it. that goddamn funny all right that one person was like woof, 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 woof. sound like a fucking dog woofing we're at commercial oh that was fun well i'll see you next week i hope wayne could you come up to the booth please oh honey you're incredible i think it went really well absolutely honey there was a huge response in that little room up there sir i can assure you that those phrases were not on the cards when i gave them to him all right, you brown nose and sons of bitches. What the going on? What are you doing? Same thing we always do. You've publicly humiliated the sponsor. Yeah. You're fired. Fired? For that? Yeah. Right. That's it. I'm out of here. I'm taking my show with me. We own the show. Ah, bite me. See what I'm saying? Y'all gotta be careful out there. Sign your rights and your life over, man. This motherfucker said we own the show. Four, three. What are you gonna call it? Garth's world? Instead of Wayne? I'm having a good time. Not. (laughs) Did you see that scene in Scanners when that dude's head blew up? No, why did they have to put Tia Carrera in the wet hair in a bathrobe, a silk bathrobe? Like, Jesus Christ, man. Is there a bad angle that y'all put on this woman in this entire movie? The fuck? Well, we had some technical difficulties and we're still playing with format. Has Wayne talked to you? About what? Why, are you canceling my video? No, in fact, I called just to make sure we're still on. 
Well, we got a deal, right? He's like, right. I'm going to try to fuck you in the morning. Good night. Okay. <laughs> Bye. She's like, well, hmm. That's weird. You really pissed me off tonight. Garth, you've never been mad at me in your life. Why does he always say yeah, it like you that? You shouldn't have walked out on the show. I mean, you know, I handled it okay. But you shouldn't walk out on your friend without telling him first. Oh, so I have to run everything by you now. Yeah, I think you have to run everything by me now. What, what am I, some sort of chimp with you as always as Garth? Jim to your Marlon Perkins? You know, Benjamin had you so snowed. <laughs> Marlon Perkins. He's got it for Cassandra. No way. Way. Yeah. Cassandra's not interested. As if. Okay, pop quiz. Cassandra is not interested in Benjamin because A, chicks think he's handsome. B, has cool car. C, has lots of cash. D, has no visible scars. E, does not live with parents. Okay, how about F, you're a gimp. Know what you can do with your pop quiz. You, you know what you can do with your show. You can take a Okay, uh, my apologies, people. I ran out for like two seconds, and then by the time I came back, the ad was literally already starting, so I had to hit the, you know, had to hit the button and chop it up a little bit, but we're back. We're good. We good. Promise y'all we good. We always gonna be good. what does that mean? Well, it just means that he's been paying you an awful lot of attention lately. Well, maybe he thinks I've got some talent. Maybe he's poking you. Oh, wow, Wayne. What? You think that's the way I get a gig? Well, first he screws me, then he screws you. It's Dutch door action. Oh, man. Could you be any more insulting? Yeah. I think you better leave. Fine. I'm out of here. Now, that, I'm not... Oh, I love that she's got that uh, Pet cemetery poster in the background, but... Um, Wayne... What Wayne did right here, this was self-inflicted, man, because he had a lot of shit going on and he took it out on her. And, you know, fellas, sometimes we do that, but in this case, it, it, it's blatant. Do you know what really pisses me off? Where are you going? Where are you going? Okay, okay, come on back. He almost lost the cameraman. Like, the cameraman was about to walk off like, all right, man, movie over. But um Yeah man this was this was definitely self-inflicted. You just got to, you know, pick and choose your battles wisely, I guess. I don't know, but you better not. You know if you stab a man in the dead of winter, steam will rise up from the wounds. Oh yeah. That's true. Oh, what a waste of donuts. Indians believed it was his soul escaping from his body. Right, Glenn. Hmm? Now was that? 
I feel like that was supposed to be the psycho music. I'm sorry about what I did. But. But. That's how real homies make up, though. It's like less is more. You know, you don't want to lay it on too thick and make it too emotional and too drawn out. So it's just like, is that an Aerosmith shirt? That Garth, yo, Garth's shirt game. I just realized is on point throughout this entire movie, man. Just wish I had Cassandra back. She's in Chicago shooting a video with Benjamin. So, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I do have one plan. These dudes are currently filming Johnny Cage's uh the the movie that Johnny Cage wish he was filming in the original Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Cause remember Johnny Cage is playing uh he's playing in that role in, in the movie when you first see him and he's like, Where do you get these guys? <laughs> That's the movie he wish he was in. That is an Aerosmith uh says Arrow Forest on it. They want you to come get That's a them. decent shirt. Ooh. They loved it. Now, what? What happened to her? Like, Garth got her at the end of the movie. Wait, was that the Scooby-Doo ending? Or was that the actual ending? But Garth got her, man, from what I remember. And then he ended up with Kim Basinger in part two. Where she's like, take me, Garth. And he's like... Where? I'm low on gas and you need a jacket. <laughs> Garth be bagging him, yo. You remember the security guard at the concert? He said Mr. Sharp was driving back through Chicago on Friday. That's right. Mm-hmm. Aren't we lucky we were there to get all that information? Yeah. It seemed extraneous at the time. Okay. First, I'll access the secret military spy satellite that's in a geosynchronous orbit over the Midwest. Then... I'll ID the rental by the vanity plate Mr. Big and get his approximate position. Then, I'll reposition the transmitter dish in the remote truck to 17.3 degrees east. Hit West Star 4 over the Atlantic, bounce the signal down into the Azores, up to Comstat 6, beam it back to SATCOM through transmitter number 137, and down the dish in the back of Mr. Big's memo. Alright, man, you alright, bro, calm down. We can only pray he's watching television in his limo at that exact Whoa, moment. does that motherfucker from Encino Man in the background have a crop top on? You better get a larger shirt, bruh. As soon as he jumped off the steps, his crop top went up to his nipples. I want you to, I want you to stop that shit, man. Stop it. Right now. Okay, this is a take, everybody. I think the snake fell asleep. <laughs> Either that or it's dead. Chewing gum on the set for reaction. No. Second time we've heard this song in the movie, so uh, you know. Ew! Look at oh no! Look at that fucking snake, man! 
Listen, let me tell y'all something. I might joke about like anaconda and shit like that, but I I fucking hate snakes. Snakes and spiders are pretty much in the excuse me, uh, pretty much in the same category for me. I'm about to whip it out and start whacking off. You're so hot, fucking freak ass con artist ass director. Shit, man. Yes, officer. Is there something wrong? Have you seen this boy? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Robert Patrick for just doing a random ass cameo. And, um, you know, for the uninitiated, uh, me and my homie Omar, shout out to my man Omar, we did commentary for The Terminator, the 1984 movie. And next we will be doing. Commentary for Terminator 2, which Robert Patrick was in, reprising, or actually, he reprised his role as a T-1000 in this movie, but he will be in his role as a T-1000 in Terminator 2. Y'all get what I'm trying to say. Am I supposed to just turn my back and leave? Ew, look, oh my god, look how that fucking snake is, yo, Rob Lowe's got some cojones on him, man, look how that, look how that shit's moving his hand, that's disgusting. This is this Oscar clip. I never learned to read. Is that true? Yes. Everything except the reading part. <laughs> Asshole. We're very busy. Oh, of course. Her music video. Very clever. But where is her band? Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Oh, hi, guys. I didn't see you there. Again, they do not put Tia Carrera in any bad wardrobe in this entire movie, man. She looks like she could be like the the main chick or the chick villain in a Flintstones reboot. And it could work. Oh, why would he waste that film like that? I'm not gonna lie to y'all, the way that that film is whipping out and is falling on the ground like that, um, I used to do that in my live on my living room floor with my VHS tapes that I you know that I knew were broken or the ones that I didn't want altogether. Yeah, his dick got hard. <laughs> she said, is that you or the snake? God, I love this music right here, man. This music, that music right there, that musical cue right there reminded me of something out of, um, I don't know how many people watched Jim growing up, but my sister was into it, so automatically I was into it because she was the oldest and we had to watch sometimes what the fuck she wanted to watch, so. Um, that musical cue reminded me of Jim. They made a movie out of it uh, with Juliette Lewis. 
I forgot who else was in it, but the movie was not all that great compared to the compared to the cartoon. It wasn't shit. So. Oof, I know the feeling, bruh. I love how he disassembled that flashlight like it was a gun. <laughs> and everybody rushed towards him after that. Now, I think arguably we are about to get the best song of this entire movie. Um, you know, Ballroom Blitz. So... I, you know, well, I'll let the, I'll let the people decide. Do y'all think that this is the best song of the movie? In the entire movie, uh, I'm not sure. I want to say I say arguably because I like Dreamweaver and all that type of shit like that. But Ballroom Blitz is just, and plus, uh, when they used it in the Suicide Squad trailer, I got even way more excited for the Suicide Squad. But we know how that turned out. It wasn't a trash movie, but I think Ballroom Blitz definitely helped the excitement factor for that trailer. Oh, God. Okay, this is a special Wayne's World, okay? It's for an audience of one. So, Mr. Frankie Sharp of Sharp Records, if you're watching... Here we go, another outfit on Cassandra, man. So ladies and gentlemen, I give you Cassandra and Crucial Time! <laughs> I love how <laughs> I love how they're just jamming to it in the background. A satellite on top of the limo? Oh, there's a satellite on the fucking on top of the limo. Now you know nowadays they wouldn't do that. They would have a Wi-Fi up in that bitch. <laughs> I 
Garth and Phil, man. The wink of a rye. Oh, yay. So frightfully hectic. Every fucking that, that that van has a satellite on it. Oh, Benjamin's ass is hurting right now. He got cavity checked. Jesus Christ, man, that's terrible. Ballroom blitz. I like this breakdown too. It's one thing like outside of the comedy and outside of this being a movie, a film, um, the music is really good, man. They focus a lot on the music and the instruments in this film and is really good. So this is like a comedy you can never call one dimensional at all with, you know, this movie has a lot of substance to it. Who's that? Paulie from the Goodfellas with the ponytail? Or is that Meatloaf from uh Oh no, Meatloaf was already in a movie. performance of my limo. I must say I've seen a lot of acts in my day. Although you're extremely beautiful, I just think it's the wrong Although you're extremely beautiful, uh I don't want to sign you for anything else. It's like what the fuck? I was new your small time. Oh shut your bitch ass up. I'm pregnant. That's why I've been so moody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Wayne, Wayne just looked at the fire like, fuck it, just let it happen. <laughs> Yo, I love it, man, because, you know, this was way before Deadpool, you know what I'm saying, breaking the fourth wall and shit like that, to the point where they changed their own ending for their movie. This is amazing. Hi, Frankie Sharp, Sharp Records. I still got this ponytail, and it's not going to change. Well, we got through. Well, that wraps it up, but there's one last thing. Let's just see who you really are, mister. <laughs> Sam <laughs> Withers, the guy who runs the haunted amusement park. And I would have got away with it too if it hadn't been for you snooping kids. <laughs> Carmen Philippi. Excellent Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, but I think we should do the mega happy ending. Oh, the mega happy ending, that's doable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love it, man. And still can't get rid of that goddamn ponytail. I must tell you, it was terrific. 
In fact, I think it's so good. Six album deal starting a month. Six album deal. Whoa, baby girl. I love you, Wayne. I love you, Cassandra. Oh, that was awesome. I love you, God. I love you, Dream Woman. Wait, does she have a name though? You know, ever since I did your show, kids are looking at me in a whole new way. I love you, man. And I love you. Because I've learned that platonic love can exist between two grown men. All right. And I've learned something too. I've learned that a flawless profile, perfect body, the right clothes, and a great car can get you far in America, almost to the top. But it can't get you everything. Yeah, well, I want your belt to not be above your belly button, motherfucker. Good lord. Alright, people. Well, y'all already know what's happening here. And, um, we made it. We survived Wayne's World. And, um, there's another movie coming on, uh, not on demand, but, um, actually was on a Tubi. But, um, I give this a 10 out of 10, man. You know, I was going to give it a 9 out of 10 uh, as the last sequence was going on. But I'm like, I really can't find too much of a flaw for me to... Shout out to Crucial Taunt. Um, George Foster, Anthony Fox, and Mark Ferrari. But, um, yeah, I, I was really thinking the last sequence, what could keep this from a 10? And I'm like, hold up. and yet relevant with an underlying revisionist conceit that belied the film's emotional attachments to the subject matter. What? I just hope you didn't think it sucked. <laughs> okay. So thank you for coming. Good night and party on. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Gar. Yeah. Okay, so while we continue to party on, um, I was actually looking for something that would uh, draw me from keeping it from a 10 out of 10 but i can't find anything so i give it a 10 out of 10 like you i don't look for moments to take this movie seriously i look for this movie to entertain me for this movie to um you know make me laugh which it did both uh in space and the things that i do take seriously in this movie are probably by mistake and maybe unintentional but it works man it all works and uh you know shout out to mike myers and uh dana carvey and um tia carrera you know uh, ed o'neill kurt fuller brian doyle murray colleen cam everybody involved in this movie uh rest in peace shout out to chris farley because he was a part of this movie and um th this movie is it's amazing man it's amazing i i, I can't say enough good things about this movie i i really truly can't man so like i said 10 out of 10 and um i actually can't wait to do wayne's world too man because i'm actually looking forward to it i think i will be you know i think i'll have to do an intoxic commentary for wayne's world too because that movie is they up the ante and <laughs> as far as as far as the comedy goes like it it sales man it, it it does and it it's awesome man like i said christopher walkins in that movie chris farley has a bigger role in that film um drew barrymore is in it uh what's her name kim basinger is in that movie there there's a lot of shit going on in uh, part 2 but this one 
10 out of 10 easily man i need to get back to doing more comedies as well but y'all already know man y'all know what to do and um in the case that y'all don't y'all can hold up hold up they're talking <laughs> wayne and garth just came back on the screen <laughs> they're rolling through these uh through these magazines Look, man. All right. Well, they faded to black. So y'all already know, man. Y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Big shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Zuder. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Hopefully they enjoy this one here because I know it's a couple of, um, a couple of, uh, Wayne's World fans in that group. But, um, Nonetheless, you know, shout out to them. And, um, you know, last but not least, shout out to the two the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. You guys have been awesome. You guys have been awesome and y'all are still tuning in. And hopefully you guys are enjoying the content that I'm, you know, bringing in 2021 and that I hopefully y'all enjoy the content that I plan on bringing in 2021, because not only am I almost finished filling up this one notebook with content for 2021, but I'm about to start on another book just so that I'm locked and loaded. You know, like that's one of the things that I said I wanted to be locked and loaded as far as content with, um, you know, most of my loose leaf content and uh, episode ideas they're they're going to come into fruition, but I want to make sure I have all my reserves and, you know, want to make sure I, you know, keep all my angles covered and shit like that. So again, um, the content will come people it, it will come and i'm like i said i'm trying to get back to getting way more consistent with it and uh wayne's world 2 is definitely something that i'm looking forward to so hopefully y'all enjoyed this and are looking forward to part two when i do it and if you know if y'all can't wait then don't hesitate to uh you know dm me or inbox me on instagram or facebook whatever the case may be but y'all already know man i love and support that i or that y'all show rather i keep fucking this up man i don't know how then you know you know what it is Cause I always talk fast and I always try to get it done in a timely fashion and get it done really quickly. But y'all already know, man, the love and support y'all show me, man. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.